Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, so this morning, we'll be sharing quickly about, uh, or the title of my message is, Let Praises Rise. I think there's a song like that. Say, so Let Praises Rise. And so we, we're going to read from Joshua chapter 6. And I'll read from verse 1. Let praises rise. Joshua chapter 6. From verse 1. Hallelujah. Joshua chapter 6 verse 1. So now Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. The Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand. Its king and the mighty men of valor shall march around the city. All you men of war shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horn before the ark. For the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times and the priests shall blow the trumpets verse 5 it shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn and when you hear the sound of the trumpet that all the people shall shout with a great shout then the wall of the city will fall down flat and the people shall go up every man straight before him then Joshua the son of Nun called the priest and said to them, Take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horn before the ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, He said to the people, Proceed and march around the city and let him who is armed advance before the ark of the Lord. Verse 7 now. In verse 8. So it was when Joshua had spoken to the people that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of, trumpets of ram's horn before the Lord advanced and blew the, uh, blew the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. The armed men went before the priests who blew the trumpets and the rear guard came after the ark while the priests continued blowing the trumpet. Verse 10. Now Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, Shout, then you shall shout. Hallelujah. Verse 20. It says, So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets. And it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout, that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Hallelujah. They took the city. Amen. You're taking what belongs to you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Nothing is as important as trusting God. We've had testimonies this morning. We've had testimonies of God's faithfulness. We've had testimonies of, of what God only can do. And I discovered that many believe in God, but very few believe God. There's a difference between believing in God and believing God. You can believe in God, yeah. The Bible said even demons do 
they tremble. It's not so much to believe in God, but to believe God. Bible says Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Do you believe God or do you believe in God? So this year has been declared as a year of dominion, but we must believe God in order to experience dominion. Every instruction from the Lord must be obeyed. God give you an instruction, you carry it out, and then God would play. It's already done its part. He expects you to do your own part too. God is not going to do everything for us. There are things He expects that we do, and then He will do what He has promised. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Psalm 22, verse 3, say, God inhabit the praise of His people. What does it mean to inhabit? God sits there. God is enthroned in our praise. When we praise God, God sits there. Someone said, when we pray, God dispatches an angel, but when we praise, He comes down Himself. Hallelujah. He comes down when we praise Him. When we praise Him, He comes down. That does not uh, reduce the potency of prayer. But when you combine prayer with praise, <laughs> you have you know, a supernatural earthquake. Like we saw in, in Acts chapter 16, Paul and Silas. The Bible said they pray and they sang hymns. And God, what happened? Other prisoners heard them. But it wasn't only people on earth that heard them. Heaven heard them too. And the Bible said there was a great earthquake. So much that doors opened on their own accord. Are you with me this morning? So much that chain. He said everybody's chain. Because they were in chains. Their chain was loosed. Hallelujah. So we must get into that uh, level of praise. Prophetic praise. Praise. Even without seeing anything. You are praising God because you know God is faithful to his promise. Hallelujah. God is the Alpha and Omega. He's also in the process on our way to the promise. God is involved in every area of our lives. If we allow him, he wants to be involved. He loves to be involved. He wants to walk too. You know, our brother was giving his testimony of, he can't even explain what God has done. When you can explain your testimony, it's not yet a testimony, but a testimony that you cannot explain. Because you see God's hand from the beginning. You see his hands in the middle. You see that at the end, he's even doing wonders. He brings it to pass suddenly, even before you realize it. Hallelujah. How firmly you hold on to his word will determine how quickly it delivers. How firmly you hold on to the word of God will determine how quickly God delivers. He said, I was young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaking or his children begging bread. You keep holding on. I was telling my wife in the course of the week, I said, I've seen, I have friends in ministry, I have friends, I have pastor friends, you know. And I noticed that for all my friends, the difference that I've seen, those who have results, is because they've been consistent. You cannot put your eye in this today and put your eye in that tomorrow and then you are, your attention is divided and then you have results. Are you with me this morning? You cannot only seek God when there's a crisis and then when everything is alright, you don't seek God. No. You seek God even when everything is alright. You seek Him 
when everything is not right. So that even when everything looks difficult, God is with you even in the midst of the difficulties. Are you with me this morning? Hallelujah. Jesus could sleep through the storm. Why? Because he's in charge. He's in control of, of the storm. storm won't bother him. Praise the Lord. Let's, let's read Exodus 15 verse 11. Are we getting something out of this? So we have to hold firmly to the word of God. You know, we have to. God is not a father of Christmas. Neither is he a God that just, you know, a magical God that just does, you wave your magic one and then God just say, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Results come out of consistency. Results come out of commitment to God. Amen. John chapter 4 verse 24 says, God is seeking true worshippers. God is seeking true worshippers. Those who will worship in spirit and in truth. Those who will worship him even when everything around them has collapsed. And they will still worship him. And say, even though he slay me, I will praise him. No matter what is going on around me, I will still praise the Lord. Look at what happened here. 1511, Exodus 1511 here. He said, who is like you, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders, doing wonders. You want to see the wonders of God? Praise him. Praise him from the depth of your heart. So now the question I need to ask you this morning, what are you doing with the instructions you've received so far? Are you working on it or just taking it? Until the word received becomes a revelation to you, you will not be persuaded by it. Abraham was persuaded. And that's why he could leave everything and follow, and follow the Lord. Are you persuaded? Because if you are persuaded, I want to see that in your praise. If you are persuaded, I will see that in the way you worship the Lord. Are you with me this morning? Are you persuaded? You must be persuaded by what the Lord has said to you. It isn't any man that has said to you. It is God who has spoken. And you believe God. So you, are, you must be persuaded. <laughs> you must be persuaded. Bible says God is not a man that will lie. It's, the not, it's not the son of man that will repent of his word. As he said it and not do it. He will do it. Say to yourself, God will do what he has said. And I will stand on the word of God until it is delivered unto me. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's important to count God's blessings, don't discount them. Count God's blessings, don't discount them. Be aggressively thankful. We must be aggressively thankful. When it comes to living your life, an important issue is whether you take things for granted or you take them with gratitude. There are so many things we take for granted. But God wants us to live a life of thanksgiving. 
Are you with me? So it's not until a certain day of the year that is, you know, designated as Thanksgiving Day. That's when everybody say, oh, I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my job. I'm thankful for my cat. I'm thankful for my um, mice. I'm th- you're thankful for... You're thankful every day. <laughs> Praise God. Philippians 4 verse 6 say, Be anxious but nothing. For nothing but in all things by prayer and thanksgiving with supplication make your request known to God. So your prayer must also be blended with thanksgiving. So it's not just oh father do it yes lord do it do it thank you you've done it you you give him thanks. I mean if you've been around me you know that if I pray for 10 minutes seven eight minutes of that will be thanks if no more. Even when I'm leading prayer, you just hear me thank God. Sometimes I'm looking at the time, I'm thinking, hey Lord, I'm doing thanksgiving like for, I'm leading prayer for half an hour and I've already done thanksgiving for the first 16, 17, 18 minutes. And that's why I get results. By the grace of God, I get that results. Because I thank Him. Amen? Some of us, we thank God only when we have those things in our hands. But do you know what will bring the result quicker? It's thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a magnet that draws the blessings of God. It magnetizes the blessings of God because when God shows up, God shows up with all the goodies. Are you with me this morning? He shows up with all the goodies and because he habits your praise, when you give him praise from a, a thankful heart, guess what? God shows up. Hallelujah. Alright, let's go quickly. So, Thanksgiving is an attitude of a productive life. A productive life. So let's go to Romans 12 verse 12. Romans 12 verse 12. Are we getting something out of this? Praise God. I'm so excited to preach this morning. So, so excited. Amen. Holy Spirit, we thank you. See how God showed up this morning? Oh, Jesus, we give you praise. He said, rejoicing in hope, patience in tribulation, continue steadfastly in prayer. There are three enemies of personal peace. Notice this. Three enemies of personal peace. Number one, regret over yesterday's mistakes. Number two, anxiety over tomorrow's problem. And number three, ingratitude for today's blessings. I take that again. There are three enemies of personal peace. Number one, regret over yesterday's mistake. There's nothing you can do about that. It's gone. Anxiety over tomorrow's problem. Tomorrow is not yet here. And ingratitude for today's blessings. God has blessed you and you're not even grateful. We woke up this morning. Our head is correct. We could think. We could see. We could speak and be heard. We came to church this morning, whether you walk or you drove, you came. That the fact that you showed up means God is still faithful. The fact that you are here, you are alive this morning shows that God is faithful. And we must remember that all the time. And so we, come, we, don't, we, don't, we don't spend our lives carelessly. Our life has to be productive. Our life has to be fruitful. And one of the ways our life can be easily fruitful is to be grateful. Somebody said when you are thankful, your tank will be full. Hallelujah. 
So you must know that you are blessed. If you cannot be satisfied with what you have reached, at least be thankful for what you have escaped from. You know, it's important to look at that. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 14. It's important for us. Even if you are not thankful for the things that you have received, at least be thankful for those things that you have escaped from. Some of what we have escaped from some terrible things. There was something God, you know, you know, during this fasting period, there were things that God saved me from. There were things that He took care of that I didn't even know. Only for me to find out. And when I find out, thank God. Because He has taken care of it. Are you with me this morning? So many things like that. Slept last night. Do you know what the enemy wanted? He didn't want you to wake up this morning. But you are here. So God took care of some things for you overnight. And he's taking care of something even right here as we are here this morning. Praise the Lord. Amen. He said there is nothing worse the earth produced than an ungrateful person. Our real prosperity lies in being thankful. It lies in being thankful. So quickly, let's look at the wonders of praise. Praise brings down God's presence and makes him to, and makes him to show his almightiness. 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 22. Heartfelt praise generates the power to usher you into the realm of dominion. The power is released to usher you into the realm of dominion. The power in praise is released as you learn to praise God in your secret place as much as you do in church. It's not only in church. Some of us, only in church we praise God. At home, mm -mm. we don't. We need to praise God more at home. More, even more in church. Amen? And at home. Number, another thing that praise does, it provokes divine intervention. God is involved. God comes out. Hallelujah. Praise also provokes supernatural victory. We're going to see all that, you know, as we look at the scriptural examples. It provoked divine health. We saw what happened with Paul and Silas. They were set free. Why? Because they praised God. Supernatural victory. Divine intervention, 2 Chronicles 20. When you cannot fight an enemy and God gives you victory because praise. The Bible said they put Judah. Judah means praise. They put Judah in front to lead them. So praise was ahead. And they didn't have to fight. God caused the three enemies that came against them. They killed themselves. Until there was no one man standing. Every enemy of your destiny, every enemy of your progress, they will kill themselves this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. As you praise God, God will give you supernatural victory. In the mighty name of Jesus. You won't have to fight. The battle is not yours. As you cultivate an, you know, an attitude of praise, an attitude of thanksgiving, you will see God like you've never seen him before. But so you must make a covenant this and say, Lord, I will praise you true. Because there's something called praising true. There's something called praising true. You know, we often talk about praying true, but there's praising true. Where you praise God until you have your result in your hands. Until you see the manifestation of the, of, of the blessing of God. Until you see the manifestation of that which you are believing God for. Praise. You just keep praising Him. Hallelujah. 
It doesn't take me long. It doesn't take me too much encouragement to, to praise the Lord. You make it a lifestyle. Are you with me this morning? Make praising God. Make being thankful a lifestyle. And you see what God begins to do. Mighty, mighty things in your life. Hallelujah. When you praise the Lord, you have access to fresh oil. What is that? Things become easy for you. The anointing of ease rests upon you when you praise God. Are you with me? Do you know that? Try it. Do you know that when you live a life of praise, it is very difficult for you to be worried. When you are always worried, please learn to praise God. It will be very difficult for you to worry when you live a life of praise. Because guess what? It takes your eyes off your problem and it puts it on God. And so every time you are seeing the abundance of God, you are seeing the faithfulness of God, you are seeing the supernatural power of God, you are seeing the victory that God has for you, you are seeing the breakthrough, the miracles that, you know, that God has done. God begins to speak to you and you see things, so you know, your heart your heart is enlarged. Your heart is enlarged. And when that happens, there is no way worry can stay in a heart that is thankful. Are you with me? Try it. When you are thankful, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. But when you are not thankful, even if you have everything, you still complete. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Wall of Jericho came down. Praise. Joseph had victory. Praise. Paul and Silas had their breakthrough. Praise. Miriam had the rest in Exodus chapter 15, verse 121. Praise. Jesus, when he fed the 5,000, gave thanks. And the bread was multiplied. At the grave of Lazarus, in John 11, verse 41 to 44. John 11, 41 to 44, at the grave of Lazarus, what did he do? He gave thanks to God and said, Lazarus, come forth. You see, every time you hear, Jesus gave thanks. Jesus gave thanks. Jesus gave thanks. If the Son of God had to give thanks to the Father for every miracle, why do you think our own case would be an exception. No. God expects us. There was nothing Jesus did that I didn't give thanks first to the Father. So I want to encourage us this morning. Let praises rise from you unto God. Hallelujah. Let praises rise from you unto God. We're going to pray quickly this morning. I have some prayer point here and I want us to pray. So I want us to pray this prayer. It's important. God, You've given so much to me. Give me one more thing. A grateful heart. The prayer is God. You have given so much to me. But give me one more thing. A grateful heart. Can you pray that prayer this morning? Father, give me a grateful heart. You've given me so much more. So much more. You've given so much to me. But Lord, give me one more thing. Lord, give me a grateful heart. Give me a heart that is grateful. Oh, give me a heart that is grateful. Help me to focus on those blessings that I already have 
and be grateful for those things that I'm still believing you for. Help me to focus on those blessings that I already have and not be thinking of the things I don't have that I will not be grateful. And Lord, help me to be grateful for those things that I'm still believing you for. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I come against the spirit of murmuring and complaining. I come against the spirit of whining, the spirit of worrying, and the spirit of ingratitude. I refuse to lose my inheritance to murmuring. The Bible said they were destroyed of the destroyed angel because they murmured. They lost their inheritance. They lost the promised land. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to lose my inheritance to murmuring. In the name of Jesus, Father, give me a heart. That is consistently grateful. Consistently grateful. Even while I wait for the manifestation of your promises. Give me a heart that is consistently grateful. Even while I wait for the manifestation of your promises. In the name of Jesus. I declare that all through this year. Only shout of praise. Shout of thanksgiving. And shout of victory shall come out of this mouth in the name of Jesus. I will not complain. I will not murmur. I will be grateful. I will be thankful. Praise will rise from me. Praises will rise from me to you and you will take all the glory. And in return, Father, as my praises rise to you, your blessings will come down to me in the name of Jesus. I give you praise. And I give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Go ahead and give God praise this morning. Give Him praise. Demonstrate being grateful.